No pressure. Thanks. <laughs> All right, mate, I'll let you set the floor. Um, explain, obviously, like who you are. They know who I am, so they don't really care about that. Um, who are you, mate? Uh, so I'm Emma McIntyre, and I do Olympic weightlifting. Um, yeah, what else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Uh, so, I mean, you recently did uh, nationals. Uh, how did that go? Um, it was not the perfect performance, <laughs> um, but I did manage to sneak in the win for my weight category, so um, can't be so upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the clean jerk had me and Jonathan biting our nails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was, uh, uh, definitely didn't go to plan. We were actually um, planning on opening heavier than my... Um, initial attempt so I'm glad we didn't <laughs> well wh what do you think uh, sort of sort of got to you was it like a little bit of nerves or is it just like one of those things that you kind of just fucked it up and because you clearly are strong enough to do it um, yeah so I think um, this year normally the session sizes are quite a bit smaller so I think typically for my session I'd have 10 to 12 people um, and instead we had 16, so the wait in between snatch and clean and jerk was just a really long. I think I had about 40-something minutes before I even began to warm up for clean and jerk. Sure. Um, so I think that got to me a little bit, and mm. then obviously the first clean when I ended up on my bum, <laughs> which has not really happened very often at all. So that yeah. was a, um, yeah, it was sort of, Hard and then um, my clock got burned, obviously, in between my first and second attempt. So I was still really puffed from the first one. But <laughs> mm. mm. well, I mean, you made, did you make one clean? Yes, I made the third one. Yeah, and then, I mean, that was good enough for gold. So, I mean, you, you did what you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of crazy that you you know you can come in and do one lift and just just take away number one yeah i mean I, it was lucky that my snatch had gone well um and i had a little bit of an advantage going into it so um i mean i still had to leave the ball in my opponent's sort of court and if she'd made her last lift then i wouldn't have won um mm which obviously isn't the plan, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, you try and want to keep everything in your control, but, I mean, as a as a sort of spectator's uh, perspective, like, watching it on the telly, like, the the lift, I think your opponent's second lift was just – it looked like it was too heavy for that day. I don't think it was out of uh, capacity, but that day it just looked like it was too heavy. And then the third one, she had to go heavier, uh, uh, I think. And then it was just like, ah, it's no problem. Like, she's either going to come out like the fucking Hulk and, and nail it, which would be really impressive. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that was just like, yeah, that's it's pretty much solid. Um, would you say, like, you're more of a, uh, uh, like, a snatch specialist or a clean and jerk specialist? Um, no... Neither, like I, I, it just completely depends on the day. Yeah. Um, and in fact, in the lead up to nationals, my snatches had been going really poorly, and my clean and jerks had been going really well, which is 
why the intention was actually to come out heavier than we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the day, snatches worked and Sam and Jack didn't. <laughs> it's just one of those things, isn't it? Especially with weightlifting, <laughs> like um it's funny because like powerlifters basically sit the fuck down and if they need to go again it's like all right no problem i don't need a warm-up i just put my hands on a bar and lift it but then like with weightlifting it's like oh no yeah. i've cooled down i need to stretch again i need to get back on the foam roller you know what i mean and it takes like a little bit more of an effort yeah it's definitely it's definitely different um and particularly i mean i was quite lucky in the fact that i didn't get too held up in between my lifts Mm. Um, I know because it was such a big session, there was like a big bottleneck at certain weights and, you know, people were sitting around for 10 minutes in between their first and second attempt, which, God, I don't think I could do that as an Olympic weightlifter. Yeah. What would you do if you had to do that? Would you... Any amount of time. Would you go go back and hit another lift in the warm-up area or would you like, would you just like sit for seven minutes? I guess I'll just go with whatever my coach says. He doesn't normally like to take another attempt in between um, because you don't really want to waste your energy. Yeah. And in weightlifting, if you take a lighter attempt, then you don't like it. And yeah. the one you do on the platform will feel really heavy. So probably just like air squats or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ten, 10 minutes is a long time to wait. And like, it's a long time to get in your own head, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially when you're sitting in those seats just waiting to go back out on the platform. Yeah. Um, and every time you sort of like get ready, oh, it might be me, and then it's not. Then, yeah, I think that kind of affects your mental game. Mm-hmm, for sure. Do you like, do you play any music beforehand, or are you one of those weirdos that basically like listens to their own thoughts yeah. and kind of has everything silent? Uh, I guess I'm a weirdo. Yeah, oh, I don't fuck play it now. Music. <laughs> <laughs> do you train like that too no nah, i mean there's always music on in the gym yeah um although i guess i wouldn't be opposed to training with it quiet it's a lot easier to like concentrate on the actual list Shit. but i wouldn't want to sit around in between with no music yeah. mm. what what would be like what's your hype up songs oh god um generally my heavy training sessions uh metallica or disturbed <laughs> oh nice classics yeah it does make me laugh when people turn around and say you know like i don't know uh fucking justin bieber or some shit <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like how yeah. how are you going to get fired up for with that yeah i don't know how you could get um hyped up my it normally takes me like I flick through like five or six songs to see what I yeah really feel will get me up and going on the day. Yeah, for sure. So what did you uh what did you end up totaling on the day? Uh hundred and seventy nine. Yes, hundred and seventy nine. So we were hundred and seventy eight is uh international qualification total. So um, we wanted to secure that. And then obviously I had to take the extra kg um, to sort of give myself some rest in between mm. clean jerks. <laughs> mm. Oh, nice. So where, where's, what's next? Um, so I actually have 
um, an Oceania Online Cup next weekend. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's going to be a really new experience. Um, mm. It's done by a um, Microsoft Teams. Um, we had like a wee login last night to see how that worked. Um, mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, <laughs> so like, if your connectivity fails or anything, that's just a no list. Really? <laughs> Fuck, so you're just hoping and praying on frigging technology? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think I'm like quite lucky, obviously, being in New Zealand because we're up against a lot of people from sort of remote islands. Um, stuff, so I'm not sure how it will go for the internet. Fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> you, do you get to yeah. do it in your own gym? Yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean, you get a little bit more support around you. Like, I mean, I know competing in your own gym is, is a completely different feeling than traveling and fucking, you know, competing somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, it will be quite cool. We did do, like, the South Island um, champs as a post-door event. Mm. So you just videoed them and sent them in, and that was in my own gym. And that went really well. So, you know, yeah, hopefully um, we'll be able to put up a semi-decent performance. <laughs> for sure. What Have you got any numbers in mind that you you want to you want to go for? Um, <clears throat> because I'm... Um, I've sort of just dropped back into like normal training. So we're mm. not actually training heavy at the moment. Mm. So I'll probably um, start my attempts a little bit lighter than I did at nationals, um, but then do some bigger jumps. So I don't know, ideally ending on sort of an 83 match, um, maybe 105 clean and jerk. <laughs> nice. Nice. Some big jumps, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, why not at the end of the day, you know, like it could work, it, it might not. Who knows? Yeah, and it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of fun. I mean, as long as I can secure my, yeah, you know, a total. Mm. <laughs> All you got to do is hit two lifts, right? The other four yeah. is just the shits and gigs. <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds really easy, but it's I mean, not always. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've just taken out all the hard work and like the actual thing of picking the bar up and putting it above your head. Like, yeah, it's fucking hard, yeah. but two, two out, two out of four gets you goal. Uh, two out of six gets you gold. Yeah. Yep, if you're, true. if you're an absolute <laughs> weapon. Um, so what, what, what category was it? Was it 64s, right? Eight nationals. Yeah. Are you, have you always been in 64s? Yeah, I have actually. Um, sort of slowly built into it more, obviously. When I first started, I was probably weighed in quite light. But um, mm. yeah, I have toyed with the idea of going up a, a weight class, and I think I probably could build into the 71s, but um, there's a bit much competition up there. <laughs> yeah, it's like how, like where your, your body naturally sits, right? And it seems like 71s is like, it's very competitive just because there's a shitload of ladies that just like naturally sit around that mark. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, for sure. And one in particular, our Olympic hopeful sits in the 71 naturally as well. She has to go up to 76s for the Olympics, but I don't think she'll um, stay there. So. <laughs> Fuck, fair enough. Is that in the same club? Uh, no, she's Auckland. 
Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. What, what's the lady's name? Uh, so Megan Gifford, or um, she yes. be Megan Signal. Yes, I know Megan Gifford. Um, I train, I train out of one of the boxes that her best mate manages. I think. Bit of a weird. Oh, sort of Gemma. Weird link. Yeah, Gemma. Yeah, fucking sound. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Um, how long have you been in weightlifting? Has it kind of just been like something that's pretty recent, or have you always been like training this type of way? Ah, uh, so I think I worked out. It's been about four years. Mm. Um. So yeah, this was my fifth national. Um. But I started with CrossFit, so I'd done like a little bit before then. Um, and then in my first year, I sort of did both Olympic weightlifting and CrossFit. Um, so it's probably been a little bit less actually focusing on weightlifting. <laughs> and what, what made you uh, make the decision? Was it all the uh, burpees and running? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just... I, I guess I like competing um, and it was so hard to be competitive at CrossFit and be good at everything. Um, I sort of started training twice a day to, you know, um, yeah, try and get in some extra sort of practice around some, some of the movements. But, yeah, I always loved the barbell stuff from day one. So it makes sure. sense to just focus on that. Yeah. For sure. And yeah, I don't I mean- have to Run and do burpees. There you go. I mean, that's that's the positive, right? <laughs> yeah, fucking like you see the level of the athletes that even just compete in like a local comp, never mind national or international of CrossFit, and they're just like they can do all this shit to an incredibly high level. You're like, it, at, at that stage, it just takes over your life. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, you have yeah, to train definitely. twice a day and do all this sort of shit. And it's just, you, you kind of you kind of sit down and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, is it worth it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus the barbells um, a lot Obviously weightlifting still, you know, I still a fair bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's still a fair bit of training, but it's only once a day. And mm. um, I do like four days a week. So mm. it's a lot more manageable to have a little bit more of a social life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And how how long um how yeah. long are your sessions? Uh so they probably ranged from two to three hours. Um at the start of each cycle they'll probably be yeah about two and then by the time we sort of build up the weight and everything um they'll get up to closer to three. Yeah. More more rested. <laughs> Yeah, more rest and <laughs> yeah. like more warm up reps, I guess as well. Yeah. Do you have um? Do you have any like? So Jonathan and I always always laugh and joke what what our favorite like intra workout sweets are. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So have you got um, anything that yep, you go my, to? Well, I have baby food. <laughs> oh wow, you one of them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It it ta- it's tasty. Yeah. But it's a bit weird. <laughs> yep, lots of people think it's weird. Um I don't know, I've never been much of a like lolly person. Yeah. Um Yeah, the baby food just 
guess it feels like it's easy to digest. And if you get the good flavours, like fruity, nice flavours, it's, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, the fruity ones, are, like the strawberry ones are absolutely banging. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't have like the savoury. Yeah, like the <laughs> full roast dinner or the lasagna one or something shit like that. It's it, it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, that's weird. Uh, but have you tried the uh, the Tanfastics Haribos? No, I have not. Oh, mate, you're missing out. Like that's that's a throwback to the UK. You know, like whenever we you come in and do a heavy session, everyone's got a bag of Tanfastics. <laughs> Where do you get them from? I don't know. I think you can pick them up from like local supermarket, but they're in that, you know, because obviously it's a foreign food, it's it's like right in the back in the corner and they'll charge you about five, six bucks for something that should cost you about 20 cents. Um, but hey, it's oh, worth yeah. it when you go when you go heavy, you know what I mean? Give it a try. Oh, you, you've got to. You've got to. If, you like, if you like something sweet, it, it, it's absolutely banging. Um, did you do anything before CrossFit? Uh, yeah, so I guess I've always kind of done competitive sports, but my um, main sport before that was athletics. So I was a sprinter and a hurdler. Oh, shit. Um, what was your yeah, distance in? To... Uh, so I just did short stuff. <laughs> yeah um i did like 100 and sometimes 200 sprints um and the hurdles were over 100 meters plus a little bit of long jump sometimes so you've always been an explosive athlete then yeah i guess so yeah 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 definitely i think i started that when i was about 14 oh shit what, what was the reason why you got into it? Was it for your skill? Was it like parents, mates? Did you just sort of like say fuck it and out of nowhere you kind of just jumped into athletics? Um, I think it was my parents. So I, you know, um, well, as part of the schooling over here, you do athletics days and then you might progress to like the zones and into schools and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I just, like obviously was randomly quite fast um, and got through to like my first zones and um, that was a little bit of a scary experience and everything. So my parents were like, oh, why don't you, you know, join an actual athletics club? And um, at that age, it's really fun. You just go along one evening a week and do go around and do lots of different um, exercises. So yeah, I started doing that and then just got more into it, I guess. <laughs> That's cool. So you had like, a decent amount of encouragement from your parents you say yeah they were always really encouraging yeah they were and they always it was sort of compulsory that we did me and my sister did a sport um and we got to you know whatever we wanted to do but they wanted us to do something so Mm. that's something that they did (laughs) yeah for sure that's something that i like absolutely love about this country like it doesn't matter like where you are in the country it doesn't matter your gender like everyone is just encouraged to to participate in a sport and not not just until you're like 13 and then people like drop off you know what I mean but people just continue it on till you know they leave school um like I know I know back home like there's a massive problem with with ladies dropping out around about 
13, 14. And then they basically just don't do any sport. Um, like, did you find like there was any like re- repercussion maybe with you like ended up taking up the barbell? Um, I guess in a way, uh, you get sort of viewed a, a bit differently. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I know particularly. Um, so my sister is actually a professional MMA fighter. And Legend. so when my parents get asked what what we do, yeah, like I think a lot of my parents' generation are like, oh, well, that's weird, you know, and and um, uh, yeah, I guess that they find it, they definitely still find that they're male sports. Um, but I think our generation's generally pretty good. Mm. Um, I'm yet to find a clothing brand that... <laughs> make clothes to fit weightlifted um, <laughs> sized people. <laughs> yeah. So that would be great. But yeah. Other than that. <laughs> For sure. Like, it's pretty good. I had, the, I had exactly the same conversation with a good mate of mine like a couple of years ago. Like Bryony, she's a fucking top class weightlifter and she's just like, dude, like I can't, I can't find any like fucking clothes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're just going to have to buy like, you know, 3X, yeah, 3XL clothes. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. Um, I tried to buy a pair of work pants and tried on about twenty pairs in various different shops, and not one of them fitted. <laughs> you can't get it even past your knees. Yeah. No. Yeah, and if you can get them like over your legs, then they're sort of gaping around the waist. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Literally, like a bucket. I guess that's the only. Yeah, the only downside of uh, being a female weightlifter. <laughs> I mean, how can that be a downside? You know what I mean? Like, if that's if that's the only negative, I think you're doing yeah. something right. And like, and th- it does True. pose a pos- problem. Like, the the clothes you do buy that does fit you cost you an arm and a fucking leg. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have one pair of jeans that. Um, but me and they were very expensive. <laughs> yeah, and usually they got a, you've got to like order them in, aren't you, from like the states or something like that. Yeah, there's definitely um, shops, uh, yeah, online in the states that do. Well, I haven't actually um, tried them yet, but they do jeans and stuff that are meant to fit. Nah, like, I mean, there you go, business, business opportunity getting it, mate. Yeah, I know, right? If I, if I was, like, at all artistic yeah, yeah. and could design clothes, I probably would. <laughs> or have any idea about textiles, because that shit is confusing. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, fuck But a business it. idea for someone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone someone jump on it and make sure it's in this little weird part, part of the world so it's not a lot on shipping, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, here or Australia would be good. <laughs> yeah, spot on. Um, so if you um, if you could be into any other sport, can't be weightlifting, can't be athletics, can't have been hurdles, which is athletics, but, you know, can't have been... Mm-hmm. CrossFit or anything like that. It could be anything, anything else. What would you, what would you have picked? Um, 
I guess powerlifting's kind of the next obvious choice. <laughs> but it's just no, for lazy weightlifting with a bit more weight. Yeah, and you get more rest. Um, what else? Have you ever tried powerlifting? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm being encouraged to try it by some powerlifters in our gym, but I haven't as yet. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think? What do you think you'd be out of? You'd be out of total. What would your SBD be? Just like picking it out of the air. Well, my squat is one forty five, so I can be confident that I could probably do that. Mm. Um, I reckon I could deadlift. I don't know, not a lot more than that, probably like 160 or something. And bench back in CrossFit days was about 60 something. So, yeah, something around there. Hey, that's not bad. If I, I like... trained bench, yeah. Yeah, bench is a funny one. Like, people just look at it like you just lie down and push something off your tits. You know what I mean? It can't be that hard. But I mean, it's so fucking technical. <laughs> like, if you miss groove it, that. That bar is yeah. going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need some practice with that before I gave it a go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, what... I think also, um, I always want. Sorry, go. No, 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 go on. I was just going to say that I think the other sport would be I always wanted to try rugby at school. Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> what, yeah. cold? Like, as in union or league? Union, probably. Well, you, you, you guys, like, you have both, don't you? But you don't really, like, pay much attention to rugby league. No, we, no. Um, yeah, like, I mean, union's a lot, like, a lot more popular in the, in the, in the UK than, than rugby league. But um, I'm from the Northwest, which is a massive, like, that's basically where rugby league started. You know what I mean? Well, it is where it started, and it's kind of, like, I mean, in my little area, there's one, two, three, four, like, world-class clubs within, like, a stone's throw of each other. So it's pretty crazy. And then coming over here, like, you lot are just like, no, it's rugby. I'm like, no, it's rugby union or rugby league. It's like, you know, it's both the same <laughs> game. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really watched much league. Yeah. Oh, it's good fun. It's just basically people running straight and smacking into each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> no dodging. Nah, no, no dodging. A couple, of, couple of over the um, uh, like hand over hand passes, and then over the that on the sixth one, you just smack it down the field. It's, it's great fun. <laughs> More like touch. Uh, yeah, a bit like touch. I think there's a bit of like, um, rules that touch use, which is like based off rugby league. Don't quote me on that, but I, I believe so. Like that's massive over yeah. here, though, isn't it? Yeah, socially, definitely. Just, um, oh, no, I think we do have good competitive teams as well. But, yeah, lots of people play social touch. That's really cool. Like, it is basically non-existent. You know, if you play touch, you're a oh. pussy and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, the UK is completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Nah, so um, 
back back to the old weightlifting. Um, is there anyone that you like? Everyone's got their own unique styles, right? Of of moving a barbell. Yeah. It's, it's funny because you know we could we'll all read the same textbook and it's it's the same movements. Yet the way we move the barbell is is ever so slight, like nuances. Like first of all, I can't believe how wide your squat was. Yeah. <laughs> like my hips hurt just looking at that. <laughs> yeah. I um I really like my coach is really good at finding, you know, not sort of just focusing on one particular technique for everyone and mm. he's more focused on finding what works for you. Mm. Um and yeah, I think I have kind of like funny shaped so I have to go quite wide um, to make it comfy for me. <laughs> yeah, like it's just uh, it's basically the position of your hip socket. Some people's are a little bit more forward. Some people's are a little bit more out to the side, and that just dictates where where your feet like where it's comfortable to squat. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I was only taking the piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <it's, laughs> it doesn't really matter. Well, seen- I know I watched. I watched back the commentary and I know Ray told, said that my technique was unconventional. So that, that was interesting. Well, what is a conventional technique? Like at the end of the day, like we're all, we all got different body lengths. Everyone's different training histories, limitation, injury, you know, the list could go on. So I don't necessarily believe in the conventional techers, especially when you start getting to the national and international level. Yeah, and I think like I am sort of the opposite body shape of what a good weightlifter should be. So I think they're meant to be sort of long backed and short limbed, whereas I'm um, short backed and long limbed. <laughs> yeah, for, for so the it's always going to look a bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any like is there any lifters you look up to and the fact of it's like that was just beautiful the way you move that bar. Not necessarily the weight on the bar, but just like how they move the bar. Um, yeah, I really like um, Laura Dana The boys are um, saying hello. She's so sort of, yeah. <laughs> she's so, um, I guess like that sort of aggression under the bar and stuff. And hmm. yeah, it looks really cool. <laughs> That's wicked. Um, have you had any like injuries at all? Yeah, so actually, um, in June this year, I uh, partially tore the ligament um, in my wrist. Uh, so that was like my first big injury. Um, and I wasn't allowed to lift for about 10 weeks at all. Um, and it was in a brace for about a month. Shit. So that was, yeah, my first, like, proper experience of it, which really affected my build-up to nationals as well. Um, so that kind of made my performance at, you know, some of the technical errors that I made at nationals a little bit more excusable. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, we, we, getting, we got back in time, so that was a big bonus. <laughs> what was your training like during, during that time? 
so basically a lot of squats. Yeah. Um, I sort of had relatively high volume squats four days a week. Um, so my leg strength has improved dramatically. Um, and other than that, I was just allowed to do one arm dumbbell stuff um, with my other arm. So I sort of did one arm snatches and attempted some one arm cleans and jerks, which was really awkward. But um, yeah. it did seem to help with, um, you know, keeping keeping me in semi shape. Mm. What about your sanity during that time? Because like the worst thing you can do to a fucking lifter is take away the barbell. <laughs> Yeah, I was really struggling. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I made myself still go to training, um, you know, as much as I could. Um, and I think that really helped. And my, co- kept, my coach kept asking if I was sick of squats. And I was like, no, that's literally the only reason I'm still, I'm still <laughs> sane because I feel like I'm still achieving something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. Have you had any? Uh, have you had any <laughs> any other like, even even just minor niggles or anything like that? Like even back to your CrossFit or um, athletics. Uh, yeah, I've had lots of like wee sprains, so like you know, um, or like small tears and like quads and hamstrings and stuff. Um, I also hyperextended my elbow a few times um, when I first Ooh. started lifting properly. <laughs> Um, and I think I yeah I injured my knee ever so slightly as well Um, but all of those were pretty quick recoveries and I was still able to do you know most stuff Mm. what do you Um, do for like sorry go on I think if I knew what I knew now back when I was doing athletics like regarding warming up and all that sort of thing I probably wouldn't have had half of those um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's got 2020 vision in hindsight, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. What was your, um, what's your recovery like? Like, do you, because I, I speak to, obviously, I speak to a couple of people. Um, and then coaching too, you speak to totally different, different kettles of fish. And some people take their recovery so fucking seriously. They're so regimented. They've got to do X amount of time here and doing this and saunas and whatever. And then you get the others that are just like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like I eat a burger and lie down and I'm like, nice. <laughs> um, but maybe you need to do a little bit more. So like, what, what, how do you take your recovery and what do you do? Um. I guess for me, I try and focus on sleep is a big one. And I know that, um, you know, it makes a huge difference for me. So getting enough sleep. Um, I try and do like a ROMWOD every evening to stretch out because I don't do a lot of other stretching after training. Hmm. Um, And food as well. I'm pretty, pretty good with my nutrition most of the time um, so that I'm getting all I need to recover properly. Hmm. Well, girls got to eat, right? But other than that, yeah. Oh, and massages. I try and get a massage once a month as well. Oh, nice. Like uh, deep tissue? Yeah, yeah. How do you find that helps? Um, I just get... Um, so, like, at the moment, I'm, I'm due for one, 
and I start getting like achy knees when my um, quads and calves get tight. Mm. Um, so it's just really good to, you know, help loosen all that off and then sort of I can hopefully keep it that way for a few weeks until the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was one of my... Uh one of my many sort of strengths to my bow back in the UK. That's what I used to do as well. And kind of the rehab side, like fix people up a little bit of PT. Um, so like physical therapy and shit. And yeah, it's, it, it's really rewarding. And I also feel the benefit when I keep it in. I also feel the negative when I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm not naturally the most, flexible person either so I sort of need to keep up stuff like that so I can actually um like get into the positions I need to for weightlifting yeah um like I wasn't one of those I I trained with a few like really naturally flexible people um who almost have the opposite problem and can't stay sort of it's harder for them to stay tight enough to hold the bar over their head but um Mm. yeah I certainly need to make sure I keep that up to be able to do it <laughs> it's mad isn't it when people come in and they've never done any weightlifting before and they literally cross their hands with a barbell and do an overhead squat you're just like what the fuck yeah it's like what are you a stretch armstrong <laughs> like it's yeah weird. like something uh, yeah i really want to be able to do um like the socks um sort of you know at the bottom of the squat in the snatch position and pressing up overhead Mm. um and that's kind of a goal for me because so many people can do that and I still can't even (laughs) even at my sort of level (laughs) national champion can't snatch grip socks press yeah (laughs) (laughs) that that is spot on like every every time I'm made to do socks press I'm going to use that as an excuse I'm going to be like, uh, 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 you don't actually need it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, but it probably is very useful. <laughs> yes, for sure. Like, I'm I'm super envious when, like, people could do it from the front rack. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, I can, I can get away with it in a snatch grip behind my head, but bring it into, like, a clean grip and bring it in the front rack, like, I'm nowhere near. I'm basically bench pressing. Yep. Yeah, it's really it's really hard to get that flexibility. Mm. Especially when you're continuously training and sort of yeah, always tight basically. <laughs> yeah, beating the shit out of yourself continuously and calling it fun. Um Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um do you do any um or have you tried any other like uh, recovery or therapy sort of thing even if it's recovering from injury and like for example like I've, well injuries wise I'll, I'll have tried the lot however something that if I keep in every week benefits myself is a sauna like I feel that seriously helps me out um, so is there anything that you don't necessarily do but also know it benefits you if that makes any sense have you tried anything else um no I haven't really tried anything else Mm. um mainly I guess time constraints Mm. um although like I know a lot of um athletes have started doing like the uh ice water swims in the sea and stuff like that so actually I did try that once um 
and a lot of people swear by that. So, um, and yeah, I mean, saunas would be quite good to try, but it's just hard to um, sort of fit everything in. I do yeah. do a lot of walking with my dog as well, which I think kind of helps just make sure that I'm not sitting down all evening on my rest nights. Yeah, like that. for sure. For sure. Like something so simple as like literally just getting your ass up and going for a little walk, like your hips and your back feel so much better. And people do take it for, um, for granted until like, I don't know, I'll give them maybe a week or two if they just walk a little bit more, whether it's in the morning, evening, during the day or all three, it doesn't matter. Like I literally get messages and feel like, oh my fuck, like my hips feel better. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's, you know, I'm a wizard. Yeah, I got a yeah, I got a standing desk at work, and that made a huge difference as well. Just being able to stand up, you know, for an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon, so I'm not sitting all day. That's and cool. actually, I also forgot I did try. Um, part of my work, we got a Pilates instructor in who took us for a session just once a week for an hour. And actually, I would love to be able to continue that because um, I did find that that really helped that's awesome what's yeah. the what's the major difference um like i'm a little bit a little bit ignorant to it like I, I don't really know the major difference between pilates and 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 yoga to to be quite frank um i've done yoga like a decent amount of times but i've never actually bit, uh, done pilates um i am definitely not an expert but i think um or the Pilates we did was more sort of um, stretching rather than uh, strength-based. So they did add in a few little sort of strength holds um, towards the end, but a lot of it was actually like lying on foam rollers and lying on those little um, kind of soft balls. And, um, yeah, the one we did was definitely more stretched based and particularly focused on back and hips because they were sort of obviously um, done to help us at our job um, mm. when we were sitting all day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Like, I, I've only ever been to like really sort of low level yoga. Um, I was actually prescribed it way back in the day when I initially like absolutely destroyed my neck. They were like, right kid go to fucking yoga class and I was like okay I'm gonna try this because I can't really move <laughs> you know what I mean and it was like it was cool it's it was a lot of like meditation involved too but um no I really I really enjoyed it and fun fact the last yoga class I actually went to I went to the wrong one I went to a um pregnant yoga turned up I was it <laughs> like turned up I was like oh yeah I must have just you know picked the class where a lot of pregnant ladies turned up like that's cool wicked I turned up, sat down and like took my shoes and socks off. And they were like, uh, excuse me, I think you've come to the wrong class. I was like, why am I not allowed in? Like, have I offended someone? They're like, uh, well, are you pregnant? I was like, well, not that I know of, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then that's it. That's the last yoga class I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to get back there. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, a little bit embarrassing, yeah. but um, there you go. We all, we all make mistakes. Maybe I was pregnant. Who knows? Um, so this 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 sure, question, I mean. uh, you know, 20, 2020, right? You know, anything could happen. Um, this is uh, 
is a bit of an open-ended, a bit of a loaded, loaded gun, right? So take it as you will. Um, but you're at pretty fucking high level. Obviously, international now, going in there at Oceania. Um, won your class in bloody nationals. That's that's a huge achievement, right? Um, why? Why did you do it? Oh, that's such a good question and so hard to answer. Um, I don't know. I just enjoy... I enjoy having a goal to walk to, uh, to work towards in my training. So obviously I enjoy weightlifting and then within that I enjoy having something to work towards. Um, and then I guess once you, um, and the, this is something that my coach always says is a thing with weightlifting, but you're never happy with where yeah. you're at. So, um, you know, you just keep keep pushing that goal further and further away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's that's kind of it. Um, yeah, but I do enjoy doing it, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do with all of my time if I didn't um, didn't lift. <laughs> so, would you say like you're more you like the process of like trying to uh, progress in something more than you like like the end product? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, and just that that motivate, you know, you enjoy having that motivation to keep pushing for something else rather than just going to the gym and training for the hell of it. Which I know heaps of people, you know, they just love just getting in and staying fit and staying strong or whatever. But um, yeah, I've, I've been the same really, I think, with all of the sports I've even done. Um, even even horse riding, <laughs> you yeah. always like to have a competition lined up to you know as something to walk, work towards. Mm. Yeah, very very goal orientated and goal driven. And um, do you, do you know where that's come from? Is like is your parents always kind of or were your parents kind of like um you've got a look work towards something or what's next or blah 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 is it kind of just like innate already already within you yeah I feel like it was just innate um yeah my parents like were always really supportive but definitely never yeah never really pushed us towards um yeah have uh, sort of never pushed us to make goals or anything like that um and you know they're kind of unsure how they've, yeah, produced two daughters who are very similar <laughs> in their approach to sport. Um, yeah, like mum and dad both enjoyed sport, but um, were, were definitely not the same um, around it. They just both sort of played social sport. So, <laughs> hmm. well, it's all individualized, right? Like people. People are different, and you know, you get those people that kind of have that huge like intrinsic sort of driver and they do it for themselves and you get the other people that are kind of influenced from others and it's not nothing's right or wrong and I'm just fascinated to like kind of pick someone's brain and you know kind of understand it a little bit more yeah yeah I think it's like I guess it's sort of like um in a way like fear of missing out as well like 
um, I hardly would ever miss a training session because I'm like, oh, but that, you know, how could that training session have, have gone and, um, you know, I'm missing out on sort of improving and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's sort of like almost guilt of not going as well. Yeah, no, 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 I get that. Like, what... <laughs> That kind of leads perfectly onto like my trailer thought where I was going down was like, what, how do you, how do you talk to yourself in your own head? I'm not saying like, like tell me everything what's going on in your head. Like, of course not. But I mean, during those times when it's like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe I don't go or maybe I slack off. Maybe I go at like 60% or whatever. Um, is, are you a type of an athlete where everything's like hillbilly and jolly and everything's like, come on, Em, you could do this. Or is it like, don't be a fucking dickhead, get yourself in the gym. Or is it like a mixture of both? Like, I find it, again, it's fascinating how people tick. And like, for yeah. me personally, it's like, I thrive off like, don't be a dickhead or don't be a cunt, get in the fucking gym. And that gets me going. But other people, you've got to understand that and kind of adapt it. So like, what what would you say you are? Um, I think definitely probably a combination of both. But I think um, when it comes to like actually getting in and going to training, it's just, I've just created a habit and that's just what I do. There's no questions about it. Um, if I have something I want to work around, I'll change my training day, but I still do four sessions every week kind of thing. And that's just, yeah, it's something I don't even really need to think about anymore. It's just something that happens. Mm. Um, but definitely when I get to the gym sometimes I'm tired and I can't be bothered and it's like I guess you just have to say to yourself look you know there's a reason there's a reason you're here <laughs> and just yeah don't be a dick and get through it um, I guess sometimes I'm a little bit too much like that uh, you know sometimes I might have a bit of a niggle and I should probably stop and I don't so <laughs> um yeah, I'm not. Yeah, sometimes I'm a little bit, a little bit too much like that, and just have to have to finish whatever's written down for me on paper. It's really hard to find that balance, right? You know, it's like you you hear and say to yourself all the time, listen to yourself, listen to your body, blah blah blah. blah. However, when you're in a sport like weightlifting, you're never gonna feel fresh. Like you're always gonna feel like you've been hit by a train. So, like, how much do you actually listen to yourself and then how much do you depict from it and blah, 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 blah. So, it's, like, it's, a, it's just a fucking juggling act. Yeah, definitely. Um, and most of the time, you know, most of the time it works perfectly. Um, when I was coming back from injury, um, there was probably a couple of sessions where it was a bit sore and I should have stopped. Um, but instead, what goes through my head is, oh, no, the physio said it should be fine. Just do it kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah. But most of the time, most of the time it works well. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you listen to yourself most of the time or do you listen to others most of the time? Because, like, there's some times where, you know, it's written. Like, for example, we'll, we'll go with your program if it's written down. And, like, inside you just, like, something just does not feel right. Would you follow it to the ends, end of the earth, or would you just be like, in fact, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. Um, ninety-five percent of the time, I would just follow it through, no matter what. 
um, there has been like the odd session. Um, like there was one the week before nationals, um, in sort of peak week on my last session, I felt like I'd really been hit by a bus and my snatch had just gone terrible. I'd missed most of them. I was, you know, got up to, I think it was about 102 for my clean and jerk. So I had 104 programmed, but the 102 clean just was so grindy and horrible. And I was like, no, nah, that's it. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but that's rare. And, um, you know, that does tend to happen. Well, not tend to happen, but that's um, something that can happen in peak week and it just needs to be pushed a little bit too far, I guess. Um, yeah, and, and that's, you know, that that happens and it's not necessarily a, a good or bad thing. You know, shit happens sometimes and you just got to, like, play the hand you dealt. Um, and that's where, like... I mean, you seem like you got a good relationship with with the coach, and that's where like you guys end up, you know, conversing and everything's sweet. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I do, I do really trust that he programs what I'm capable of. So, um, hmm. and that's why I'd follow it. Yeah. Yeah, for Almost sure. All of the time. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It becomes like a, like kind of like a family member, don't they? Like you would literally like follow, you would follow them into battle. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> like, I've, I've, I don't know, being able to like, even just as an outsider, like witness the relationship between an athlete and a coach or even just like an everyday athlete, never mind, like at the top of the game, like yourself, like that relationship, that dynamic is like, it's really fascinating. Yeah, um, and it's a little bit of a shame that my coach is in a different city. <laughs> it would be so good to have, um, yeah, sort of instant feedback with coaching and stuff. But what mm. we're doing now seems to be working. So mm. Give him a shout um, out if And you I want. go down every now and then. Oh, yeah, so my coach is uh, Callan Helm. <laughs> Legend. Um, for Otago Weightlifting. What a guy. Um, yeah I mean that's what you're going to need to do right like you you, I mean to be a coach like I had uh, I asked I mean someone asked me a question yesterday um, um, on the old like Instagram or fucking whatever was basically like top three advice you would give for like a coach which is fucking hard to bring it into three but like you need to know your stuff as a foundation like that's kind of a given like that gets you that gets you on the board you know what i mean but then you still have to roll the dice and you still have to um learn all the other stuff the individual you still got to learn about how to conduct yourself like change to adapt to that athlete like but the knowledge and knowing the stuff yeah that's like like, that gets you in the conversation right yeah, and like my coach is a complete nerd. Um, he's just <laughs> like guy. consistently, you know, consistently reading and researching and, and consistently trying new things, you know, mm. just like every so often he'll be like, look, I want you to try this and it will be a new thing that he's heard about in research or whatever. Um, yeah, so just constantly keeping up with the times as well, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And that that's going to, just fill you with confidence though, wouldn't it? Like seeing someone who's sort of dedicated and 
and clearly loves what the fuck he's doing, like that's just going to be like, right, this guy's the absolute mutts nuts, the bee's knees, and I'm just going to follow him, like I said, to into battle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's wicked. Um, if if you had like a young lifter in front of you, whether it's male or female, it doesn't really matter. A young lifter, well, someone that wants to get into lifting, right, wants to start moving the moving the barbell around, learn the dark arts of weightlifting. What what would you what would you say to them? Oh gosh, that's so hard. Um, I guess I would probably pre-warn them about the frustrations of the sport and that not every day is going to go well um, and that's okay. Um, and yeah, I guess just for all, like consistently focusing on the basics as well, like not it's not worth sort of just maxing out every day and you know following a proper program and focusing on basic technique stuff is just so important um mm. to so you don't get injured and stuff as well <laughs> mm. for sure for sure do you have like something that you like repeat to yourself like some people call it like a mantra or whatever or a fucking specific quote or whatever do you have something that you kind of like always think back to whether it's an experience whether it's a one-liner whether it's uh I don't know, like an inspirational person that you take a lot from or, or whatever. Do you have something that you kind of like always go back to when times get a bit shit? Um, no, not really. Um, I guess my main, um, like if I'm sort of having a hard day and, you know, I can't be bothered and that sort of thing, I try and turn it around and um, I guess sort of practice that more, like having gratitude, be like, actually, you're lucky that you're here. And, um, you know, to, just trying to turn around my thoughts into more positive um, mm. thinking. But yeah, there's not really, not really a quote or anything or a one-liner. <laughs> well, gratitude's a big one though, right? Like um, I heard someone say the other week, like gratitude is the attitude. And like... I don't know, being yeah. able to spin it on its head and stop you going down whatever avenue you were going down and be like, I, in fact, I kind of have everything I need. I'm grateful that blah, blah, blah. Like, from an outsider's perspective, you seem a bit silly. Everyone's like, ah, come on, like, you know, pull yourself together. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit down in the dumps. But like, if you, you actually go through it and, and kind of, do you write it down? No. I don't. Just kind of. I probably should, but. Nah, well, it doesn't matter, does it? It's all it's all personal to you. Yeah. No, just in my head. No, no, no. Like I spoke to a few people recently, and they've all said gratitude. Whether it's been on here or not, like they've all said, yeah, you know, gratitude is kind of the way I, you know, kind of pick myself up when I when I've tripped. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it it just makes it easier to turn turn your mindset into a positive one, I guess. Yeah. And like, you know, especially at the moment, we are so lucky to be here Fuck in yeah. New Zealand, and so lucky. You know, I was so lucky to be able to train throughout lockdown, and you know, just stuff like that. You're like, actually, <laughs> just because my squats feel heavy today, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything else is, you know, 
you're lucky for everything else. <laughs> I was training through lockdown. Uh, really good, actually. Um, I was lucky to have a flatmate who also lifts, um, and I had a barbell. I have a barbell and plates and everything, so we just um, put together a wee platform outside. Um, the weather wasn't always perfect, um, but you know, being able to have naps during the day and sleep and stretch, and like I was still working, so I still had mental stimulation. So. Mm. Yeah, lifting for me during lockdown actually went really well. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jonathan showing me your uh, one-ten jerk off like, was it like a couple of bins? Oh, we did have jerk blocks, but yeah. um, that particular video, we had to build like a, it was, um, yeah, like overreaching heavy week. So every day, sorry, my, you know, my four sessions were all, trying to get PVs um, and I was like I can't there's no way that I can push this training to a different day um, it was absolutely pouring with rain so we just had to like build this little tarp over top of the platform <laughs> but we did um, I was really lucky that the gym gave out some equipment and we managed to pick up the jerk block so yeah <laughs> I mean that one turn looked like an absolute piece of cake yeah, yeah, it felt really good that day. Um, and actually, generally, my jerks have been from blocks, so I just need to sort of um, put the clean and the jerk together a bit better, yeah. and then we should be going strong. <laughs> just need to stand it up first, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know a lot of people like, really struggle through lockdown and like training. Like, what about motivation? Do you think, I mean, you mentioned that your flatmate is a lifter too. Um, do you think that that helps because you kind of bounce off each other and be like, right, you know, pick yourself up here, pal. Like you've got to, you've got to train. Yeah, I think that definitely helps. Um, but like also, when you have nothing better to do during lockdown, like training became the absolute highlight of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially we were we were mostly really lucky with the weather, and it would be nice and sunny and. Um, yeah, so motivation was actually um, pretty good. And I, I know, yeah, I was very lucky. Lots of people did struggle and not have, you know, a place that they could train properly or anything. So, mm. um, yeah, it was really good. I remember I went to the uh, – I kept going – I kept driving my car literally like 20 metres up the road to the local primary school and then just putting it in neutral and just pushing my car for about half an hour just to try and burn off some energy. <laughs> like – that's a good no- idea, actually. <laughs> well, I had nothing, you know what I mean? And I was like, I didn't have a job, so I was absolutely fucked. And then everything gets locked down, so you're like, right, well, I can't spend any money. I can't spend like 100 bucks on a bloody dumbbell. Like, you know what I mean? You kind of need that for to pay the rent. So I was like, yeah. ah, fuck it. And just started pushing my car and, and then doing pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that, those are good ideas. Um, yeah, I was super lucky that I already had a barbell and weights so I, I keep them at the gym and use them there but um was able to bring them home I think I had um, withdrawal yeah, symptoms from the barbell I'm not gonna lie I definitely I don't know I don't know how I would have coped if I couldn't have used the barbell during lockdown yeah. actually yeah especially with the I'm not I mean I know body weight stuff is really good for you but I'm not a massive fan <laughs> nah like 
Yeah, it's like taking you taking your left leg away from you and telling you to run. You're like, uh, how am I supposed to do it? Yeah, and I think mentally as well. Like, I would have really struggled with losing that much training time as well. Mm. Mm. Was that before or after your wrist? Ah, uh, so wrist was in June this year. So lockdown was first. Um, okay, cool. Um, on a completely different note, have you seen The Queen's Gambit on Netflix? I have not, no. <laughs> Mate, you got to get on it. Do, do, you like, do you like chess at all? I know it's kind of a nerdy uh, uh, thing to ask. I did enjoy chess as a child, yes. Or yeah. like, you know, I haven't played it in years, but yeah, I did used to enjoy it. I mean, it's absolutely banging, like, miniseries, mate. Like, we literally binge-watched it in about a day and a half. Oh, that's good to know. I'm always, I'm always up for um, Netflix suggestions. <laughs> what, what sort of, uh, what sort of genres do you usually gravitate towards? Are you one of those horror movie weirdos? No, definitely not horrors. Thanks for um, Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind like thrillers. Mm. Um, or sort of just action comedy. Obviously, depends what kind of you know whether you. Um, feel like really sitting down and watching something or whether you just want to put something on that's lighthearted and easy to watch <laughs> mm, yeah for sure for sure do you spend more time watching movies or like series I've seen like series like just absolutely kicking off as of late because you can kind of like jump in and out can't you but like uh, with a fucking movie you've got to like dedicate two hours or two and a half or three hours yeah definitely probably um, more series um you're watching um, Breaking Bad as a flat again oh, at the nice. moment. <laughs> so um, it's, we're sort of slowly getting through it, with, like depending on who's home and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't have a massive amount of free time to watch TV. So mm. generally the shorter series are good. Too busy resting before a heavy set of squats. Yeah, and walking the dog. <laughs> and walking the dog, the main man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually seen Breaking Bad, you know. Like I've seen the first I've seen the first episode. Um and I saw it in an English lesson. Like they ended up playing it in my school. I have no idea why. It was the first time I had I had my uh, uh a new teacher. Absolute legend, by the way. He was an absolute legend. But um his first <laughs> lesson he fucking plays Breaking Bad and I'm like, all right, fair enough. And then he plays um, the opening scene to 28 Days Later, the, the session after. And I'm like, is this is this like movie class or something? This is brilliant. Oh, wow. And then we had to start that's writing. A, and I was like, I'm, I loved it. You know what I mean? I fucking loved it. Um, all right, mate, I won't, keep you, uh, I won't keep you too long because obviously you're working from home. So don't, don't tell your <laughs> boss. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, I really appreciate you coming on, mate. And um, good luck. Is it next weekend or this weekend? Uh, next weekend. So the 5th of December. What? A 5th of December? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're Friday, aren't we? So I, keep, I keep forgetting we're Friday. Um, yeah. Well, good luck. If it, is it getting screened? Uh, screened. Is it getting screened? Um. I don't think it will be live streamed because it's being run as a, you know, Zoom kind of 
thing. Mm. Um, but I imagine the stream will be available afterwards. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, either fling myself or, or Jonathan or both of us the, the link and we'll, we'll put it up on the big screen again. <laughs> I'll try not to keep um, everyone in as much suspense this time. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to call you uh, Tian Tao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute demon. Nah, um, really appreciate it, mate. If people wanted, uh, people wanted to find you and see you throw around a barbell and you know, where, where would, where would you send them? Uh, so I'm not very good at posting on Instagram, but I do have one. <laughs> um, I think it's Emma underscore Mac 848, um, or Facebook sort of share, um, all the Otago weightlifting videos to my page. So, um, yeah, Emma McIntyre. <laughs> Legend. Thank you very much, mate. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Have a good day, mate. You too.